Hello there, welcome to another episode of The Godfather, Godfather Part, Part 2 Minute. Minute. With me, Alex Robinson. And with me, Andy Robinson. And hold on to your hats, folks. We're talking about Minute 139 today. Wow. All the way to 139, Alex. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we should have started that at the beginning, like it oh, segued in. Oh, wow. That's, a, that's the, what do you call that, the, the, the emergency... Uh, you're about to get whacked warning. <laughs> whacked. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, repeat after me, please. Okay. A minuto. A minuto. Numero. Numero. Cento trenta nove. Cento, cento trenta nove. You got it. Cento trenta nove. Excellent. Even better the second time. Nice. Thank you. Nice work. Give us the summary, Alex. Come on. Well, after Senor Roberto struggles with the door for a little bit of Genko olive oil, he's let in by the man himself. The sniveling landlord tells Don Corleone <laughs> that it's all been a misunderstanding. She can stay, and he returned Don's deposit. Roberto takes a seat. I like it. I like he called it the sniveling landlord, <laughs> and okay, he says he returns his deposit. This <laughs> is a the rent deposit for Mrs. Colombo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you think he had to, any of that was for security, like security deposit, or just? Uh, no, I'm sure she already paid. The, he was just paying just the. Well, I wonder if the if they would have had to pay more. They don't. They don't increase your deposit after you've been. They raise your rent. Sort of like yeah, but she did have that dog. That's that he true. found about, I found out about afterward. I'm not crazy about animals myself. You know, we didn't even talk about that last minute when I read that. What I meant to call that out when yes. Puzo wrote, uh, he Don, Don Vito saying, I, "I'm not a fan of animals either. I don't like yeah. animals too." Uh huh. What do you think of that? Did that surprise you? We don't see him with any animals, right? We see him with a cat. Oh, we just see him with. He likes cats, mm-hmm. and he got a donkey ride. He hates horses. <laughs> he hates horses. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I was wondering if it was either he does generally not like dogs, he clearly likes mm-hmm. cats, or he's just saying that to kind of bond yeah. with. It's like a how to win friends and influence people yes. moment where you, uh, yeah, you know, what? I heard a good a summary of it. It's f- the four C's of if, how if you want to win and- friends and influence people. Okay. That's the four C rule. Okay, don't criticize, don't complain, and don't condemn. Com- uh, compliment. Ah, those are the four basic things for. That's a little awkward because the first three are don't. I know. I yeah. didn't come up with it. I just. Okay. It was, <laughs> you're not winning any friends or influencing people. Alex. You know what? You're right. <laughs> oh, look at me! I'm complaining. I'm already violating all. So I want to remember that. Don't complain. Don't criticize. Don't condemn. Don't condemn. It's kind of the same as criticize, but <laughs> yeah, I guess it's more judgy. It's more final. Yeah. And then yes, compliment. Compliment. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. You did a great job explaining Thanks. that. Thank you. Wow, yeah. this guy's he's really influencing yeah. me. <laughs> now now is there something you could do for me? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Senor Roberto comes in. Uh-huh. And he's all uh, he's all nervous. Boy, is he nervous. Does definitely doesn't seem like someone visiting someone who, because he's looking for a favor. No. He seems like someone who's looking to get out of there without his throat being cut. Yeah. Sounds like he checked out Don Vito. 
and found out a little thing or two about what happened to the last guy who didn't do him a favor. Last <laughs> guy who refused an offer. Yeah. He either, uh, either your signature or that dog's blood is going to be on the rent application. He he calls. They call each other Don. He calls his oh Don Corleone. Oh. When he comes in, he says, "Call oh, Don Corleone." I didn't know it was a mistake. And he's and Don Corleone calls him Don Roberto. Oh, you know, so I didn't it's a, notice it's a, that. It's acknowledging of respect. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like you treat me with respect, I treat you with respect. Yes. So excellent. Uh, I, I I don't criticize you. You don't criticize me. <laughs> See. <laughs> awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's it's a funny scene. It's just a funny, it's a funny scene. What, what do you think, Senor Roberto, did between the last minute and this minute? Who, how did he find out that Don Corleone is the the big man on on campus? I'm gonna guess the big Don at the meeting. The first person he told was his wife when he got home. Oh, he went all the way home. Yeah, he didn't just ask around. Well, I'm just picturing. Remember, going- in the book, it's the same night. Right, but oh, I'm not true. saying I'm not know. saying yeah. that the, I'm using my own timeline yeah. in this thing. So, so he goes home and he says he oh. goes home and tells his wife, and he's like, "Oh, this guy, this crazy guy, comes up to me, and does he say his name is Vito Corleone? He must say that at some point. He must say it. Yeah, he yeah. must. There is a guy that two minutes ago that walked by and said, uh, "Hey, oh, yeah. Vito." <laughs> he's like, "Hey, Vito, what's up?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, I he would go home, tell his yeah. wife, oh, this crazy guy, Vito Corleone, came. And then the wife, who was like oh. washing a dish, would like drop it. She's like, oh, Dios mio. Is that in Italian, too? <laughs> that is Spanish. Uh, I don't know. Oh, anyway, I'll ask. The Italian version of Dios yeah. mio. And then she would say, because she would be more clearly the... I feel like she'd be more in touch with what the locals in the neighborhood are doing. Oh, you think so? Yeah. So um, huh. I'm I'm just not sure he, that would be something he would share with his wife. Okay. It's kind of a business thing, right? You're free to come up with your own interpretation. How yeah. do you think well, he found out? Um, I think he you might have to get a haircut again. <laughs> he goes to the, he goes to the black eye specialist. <laughs> oh, maybe someone. Yeah, that's it. He goes to the black eye specialist, and someone there is getting a black eye repaired. Oh, and he says, "Hey, how you get that?" He's like, oh, Vito Corleone. I, cri- I criticized him. I condemned him. And I uh, didn't compliment him. Or he wouldn't even, it wouldn't even be something where he asked about it. He would just be sitting there waiting to like go next. And he'd hear somebody, like a guy oh. would come in like, oh, one of the, what, Clemenza beat me up. One of Corleone, one of Vito Corleone's oh, yeah. men. And the guy's like, oh, shaking. There'd be a succession of guys oh, coming in. All each waiting. more beat up than the last. Than the last. Yes, yes. And each one, of course, has to say that, oh, I, I didn't do him the favor he asked me. I should have known better. He tried to reason with me. Yeah, he made me a great offer, and I refused. That's a great thing for Vito to do, is to is to, is to oh. have, see where the guy's going to be and then have people show up there and, you know, and just <laughs> happen to be talking about what a great guy Vito Corleone is. It's a nice plan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe he's colleagues that have other apartments in the... You think he went to, like, the landlord... Um, yeah, the, associ- the Rat Hole Association. <laughs> <laughs> maybe at uh, Fanucci's building. Like, whoever owned oh, Fanucci's building. Like, he's, yeah. like, they're all complaining about their tenants and then, yeah, you know... Well, I guess he, yeah. And what do you think the people told him? What do you think the urban legend has become? Oh, he killed Mr. Stevenson. He 
He cut open his heart and pulled it out. Do you think it's gotten exaggerated over time? Well, I think it would be conflated with the neck. Remember, he got oh, his oh, neck yeah. slashed. Yep, I feel yep. like that would be it would, those things would be combined into one incident. Yes, definitely. And uh, like his beak was soaking wet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, we never found out if... Do we ever address if Fanucci's nephew, how he responded to the death of uh, Fanucci? true. And how does he get... How does he learn that he's fired? <laughs> Do you think that he was fired? Or that, oh, like, oh, maybe pretty he good. wasn't. Yeah. I mean, Vito's not going to come back work for him, so... I mean, I always assumed that... He was bad at his job. That he just didn't even work there. That yeah. He just, just kind of hung around. Yeah. And got paid. Got so paid I'm sure Jenko kicked him out. Yeah. As soon as... Yeah. Yeah, Finucci was dead, yeah. But I wonder... Or did Vito do it? Did Vito go and kill him because he took his job? Yeah, he took my job. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. I don't see Vito killing him. I just see him... They're just firing him. Replacing him, him, yeah. It's time for you to get another job. Yeah. Or it'd be the kind of thing where once his uncle was dead, he just skipped town because he's like, "Uh uh-oh, if if they got him, then... That's probably more like it, yeah. Better get out of here. Yeah, depends (laughs) how old he was. I got the impression he was kind of young. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, great minute. He's just, he's he's super nervous. Mr. Roberto doesn't know, and he sits down, right? Well, yeah. But then he stands up and asks, oh, is it okay yeah. to sit? That is, I actually literally laughed out loud when that happened, when I was watching it. So <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, uh, like I said, this guy has done a ton of movies in Italy, so you could tell he's like, you know, an actor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, more so than like Mrs. Colombo, who, you know. Yeah, it's just kind of had to say one or two lines. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's that's a great job. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't even I didn't even say in the previous two minutes where they're in the street talking. Yeah, I think Senor Roberto does an excellent job. He's very expressive. Oh yeah, totally. Just, yeah, just do really acting well. <laughs> and De Niro almost seems. I mean, it's a it's, it's a different character. He doesn't yeah. say as much, and he just yeah. kind of stands there and smiles a little bit. But uh, you can all see the difference in acting experience between the two at that point. Yeah. Well, not and that, also not that De Niro does a bad job. It's right. just uh, Roberto clearly is. Yeah. Has his craft down. Well, I wonder also if it's because he gets to speak in his native language, whereas Robert De Niro is having, yeah, has has to true. like you know had to yeah. learn to speak the Sicilian. Yeah, that's so, true. Uh, yeah, that's probably part of it also. Yeah. Um, so I like he counts off all the money. Yeah. And he counts off six bills and i was yeah. like what, what is he and he says in, in english too or he, he starts in italian and yeah. then he switches oh, no. to english totally. and then he goes he goes uh, tutti at the end which i think yeah. he's done right or all or something yeah, like that all of it yeah, yeah so um yeah, but i'm guessing they were fives yeah because he said they had raised the rent five dollars and he had given him six months deposits oh, so that's right so six yeah. five dollar bills yeah and yeah so and he well, back then that was a lot of money that was a lot of money yeah yeah and, uh, and Senor Roberto, I think it's really funny how he says, after all, money isn't everything. Because hmm. he's saying, oh, your, yeah. your uh, charity to this widow oh, right. is yeah, really, yeah. I made me ashamed of myself of yeah. what I've done. Yeah. Thank you for influencing me, <laughs> for not criticizing me, <laughs> not condemning me. You're a very smart man. Yeah. But said, after all, money isn't everything. Yeah. And I... I reflected on that thinking about in what other parts of the movie was that message communicated through what was happening in the characters i mean did don corleone i think the very first scene that's that's right because he says you know how much should i pay you yeah and don's like there's more important things than money 
Yeah. He doesn't yeah. You know, say, but in, in basically he's saying yeah. that like the honor is more important than, yeah. than, than money or That's right. just justice. Justice. Yeah. <laughs> and also when Don Corleone is mentoring Sonny yeah. and, and Johnny mm-hmm. and he says, Johnny, do you spend time with your family? Yeah. He doesn't mention money there, but he, he's showing what one of his values is. Right. Which is family spending. And time I would even say that um, the whole Turk situation. Yes. He knows he could make a lot of money from that white powder, mm-hmm. but sometimes there's more important things than money. Yeah. He doesn't want to piss off the the, yeah. the, the, the crime council. No, they, yeah. they're all for it, though. They're all for it, yeah. Except for the like, politicians. As long as it wasn't by the schools. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what uh, else you got for the minute? Well, Genko Olive Oil Company. Okay. I was curious about it. I looked it up in the Godfather oh. wiki. Excellent. Not what a huge amount of information. Mm-hmm. Right off the bat, this confusion continues. It identifies it as being on Mott Street mm-hmm. in Little Italy. Mm-hmm. Where do those? Where do these guys live? Yeah, this is <laughs> this is not adding up. I mean, they maybe they like were in, were they in Hell's Kitchen at the you know in that part, and now they've moved down to Little Italy. Hmm. Yeah, does well, their apartment look the same? I couldn't tell they added furniture to it and stuff so well, that's true yeah because we do see the we do see the apartment yeah. again and also well, if he if he killed Fenucci in little italy why would people ask about his reputation down if he killed Fenucci in hell's kitchen why would everyone in little italy be asking about his reputation like it seems like it, that, the neighborhood where he killed Fenucci should be the neighborhood where he has yeah. a reputation but so wonder, yeah and back then i don't i mean how far were people traveling outside of their neighborhood i don't know yeah maybe i'm maybe i'm generalizing it but maybe people did because that was an Italian both of those neighborhoods were Italian neighborhoods right but I don't know I guess just city for him to be the king of two different neighborhoods seems at this stage seems doesn't seem oh that's the other thing is it was established that Don Fanucci had um, people he answered to Mm -hmm. oh was it the black hand did we was it covered that Don that Don Corleone kind of placated them somehow I don't remember uh, seems like part of things if you're in a criminal organization and you get killed the criminal organization should be responsible for avenging your death just because everyone else will be like wait a minute we can just get killed and nothing happens so but I don't remember now now I'm not sure I don't you and I speculated that maybe Don Fanucci didn't have the backing that he claimed to now Mm -hmm. I don't remember if that's real or whether we just speculated it I thought it turned out we were wrong that no, I think it was in the book that that um, he didn't have as much that, that the gamble paid off because he actually didn't. Like the have, police didn't come, and the, the police didn't come, and no one. No, came. okay, yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'll double check, but uh, right. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So That's he it. could be the king of two neighborhoods, I guess. Yeah, it is odd though. And also, we but, know but definitively, meets, definitively, Janko Olive Oil is on Mott Street, according to the Godfather huh. Wiki. Okay. Yeah. So we'll have to keep our ears open. Yeah. Um, hmm. Anyway. Yeah. So the other interesting thing is that... Um, it, did they actually import olive oil? Were they a functioning business? They were a functioning business. Okay. Uh, and according to the wiki, they it grew to become the largest olive oil company in the United States. Whoa. I guess that's in the uh, GF3 days. Oh, yeah. When, that's right. Uh, was one of their many vast holdings. Yeah, and I looked it up. According to the International Olive Council, <laughs> oh yeah, the IOC, <laughs> the 
The U.S. Ah. U.S. is the biggest importer of. We import thirty five percent of all the olives in the world. Whoa! And uh, in less or twenty twenty one. 379,539 tons of olive oil were imported was imported to the United States. And we States. grow a lot too. California is a huge mm. producer of olives. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good point. Yeah, there's so. a, there, I don't mean this is a joke. There is a lot of money in that <laughs> olive oil. Yeah. In that greasy liquid. Greasy. And I remember I remember really thinking about it. California is trying to get in on that market more, take mm. more of the market share because there's a lot of money in olive oil. Yeah. And it was also at the same time determined that all of these fancy olive oils that were being imported were really just crappy. It was really just crappy olive oil. It wasn't <laughs> extra virgin. And, oh, really? Yeah. It's, they tested so, it and it's yeah. not extra virgin. Yeah. Yeah. It I don't know me, how you test something to determine it's extra virgin. Science. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when we, uh, my wife and I went to France and we visited a bunch of wineries there and one of the wine growers there said that um, even though French wine has this great reputation, the wine that they they export the bad wine. Uh, like the one, the wine, they keep the good wine to, to eat in France and they send all the bad wine oh, out funny. to the, out wow. to the uh, so maybe it's like olive oil where they keep yeah. all the good stuff for themselves and send all the, uh, yeah. the, uh, it kind of makes sense. Wow. Yeah. Wine in France must be really good because if it tastes good outside of France and that's the bad stuff. <laughs> oh, I was wasted the whole time I was there, so I can I can say yes, it definitely it's is. It's so good. funny. I'm not a wine drinker. Uh-huh. I do like to drink, but I'm not a wine drinker. Anyway, you're drinking more than you. <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> By the way, did you tell tell uh, Tessio to trace the calls coming in and out of the house? <laughs> I did that. I drank the wine. Huh? <laughs> it's good for you. I've also heard that the pineapples in Hawaii. The ones they export are the crappy ones. Oh, that could be And true. the ones there are really good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have another note that uh, in the office here, did you did you notice, Alex, the what? posters that are behind Don Corleone as he's sitting at the behind the desk listening I, I, to Senor Roberto? I thought I noticed one was the Virgin Mary. Yes. Mm-hmm. We haven't talked about that. No. That's really fascinating. Why? Well, there's this saintly figure behind him as uh, we see he's kind of involved in some dirty business. And it's a foreshadowing GF3, which has to do with the church yes. and then there, that, that corruption. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I like it. Yeah. It is interesting, I think, with the image of the Virgin Mary right behind him. Mm-hmm. I think Coppola is trying to portray him as a, a neighborhood hero. Right. That what he's doing... Okay, maybe technically is wrong. He's strong arming, but you don't see that. That's what I mean. You never see. He's helping a widow stay in her apartment. Uh, yeah, it's right? not like it's not like someone was like, "Hey, I want you to kill somebody," and he's like, "All right, yeah. I guess I'll do it." It's yeah. The scales are always tilted to make the Dom look like a, a decent guy. Yeah, but there was it does also evoke that the image we saw earlier on the sand, uh, the religious festival with the with the idol of all the money clipped to it. Oh, you know, yeah. the, the statue mm-hmm. that had all the money. So yeah. Uh, who knows what he's? Uh, yeah, maybe maybe that's his way of saying that the church is also corrupt. Oh uh, yeah, by, by that showing. Too. That yeah, a, you're right. Was there another poster in the background that you noticed? There, it would look like another religious icon. Okay, yeah. it was a little harder yeah. to see. We don't know if the Don's a religious man or not, right? Oh, we know we didn't go to church. Yeah, in the book, uh, Mama is the one who goes to church all the time, yeah. and he doesn't go. So uh, I think he thinks it's a corrupt organization, right? But that's an avante. So, but we don't know whether that means. 
he is in fact an atheist or whether he just doesn't believe in the church. Yeah. That's you know, true. He might still believe in God and Jesus and stuff, but just not the Yeah. I bet he believes in God, Jesus, but yeah. Sees that women bad. and children can think about that stuff. He's he's have his work yeah, to do. That's right. So. Yeah. Right from the, the right from the mouth of the Don himself. I want to call attention to the Don's telephone. Okay. It's one of those cool old fashioned what's called a candlestick telephone, you oh. know, where you hold Oh. Hold the, the base in your one hand and the yeah. earpiece up to your hand. I always like those Canada? phones, and I always thought it'd be cool to have one, but it must be less convenient because otherwise people wouldn't have switched to regular phones. You mean less convenient in that it's awkward? You have these two pieces, one you have to hold up. Yeah, like you have to use both hands to oh, to use the yeah. phone. Now we can use one hand, and the other hand can write yeah. out messages or or whatever. Yeah, now you, you know don't I mean? even need any hands. Yeah, now it's just all. Yeah. email and stuff well so. you don't even have to you can use speakerphone that's what I meant you don't even actually have to use it. oh my god <laughs> this whole time Alex it's a button you push hands free a lot of free buttons. hands they call this guy hands they call this guy 30 fingers 30 digits so it was <laughs> you still not like that nickname 30 digits it's 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 growing on me. It's growing on you. Yeah. Well, don't let it grow too much or we'll call you 45 digits by next week. <laughs> Watch the kids like back it out. <laughs> so uh, candlestick telephones yeah. were popular 1890s to the 1940s. Oh. 1940s is when they started introducing the, the first, you know, handset wow. uh, ones. World War II in the field, they had, they had, they, they had one unit, right? You know, the guys know. who ran around with the... the the telephone box on their back that was their job and they the officer would say communication or whatever is that in world war ii i don't remember i've been watching band of brothers oh and they do that yeah there's definitely a guy with that and i I think i think it's a one-handed piece war is frequently uh makes technology uh shoot forward so i can definitely see you know civilians using it because it was developed by the army could be makes sense because you'd be you know yeah you want to have as many hands free as you can yep yeah so the last thing about the candlestick telephone is they came out with a thing called a hushaphone. Hmm. What the heck is a hushaphone? A hushaphone was basically a box that you could attach to the phone and then you would put it. So picture it's a box with a hole, two holes. Mm-hmm. You attach one of the holes to the telephone speaker part. Okay. The, the part that you speak into and you, the other part, you stick your mouth into it. Okay. So picture like you're talking into a box that's okay. in between you and the phone. Okay, but you're still listening on the you're outside You're still listening piece. on the outer thing, but the, okay. the thing it's supposed to be is that no one can hear what you're saying. Oh. So if you want to have, if you're either in a noisy place or you just don't want anyone to listen, you would speak into this into this. Whoa, this how box. big a box so, was it? It looks like it's like maybe, I don't know, like... It's like a roll of, like a roll, like a paper towel roll or is it a box box? It's it's weirdly it go. You would think it would go horizontal. You know, you think it would be like you said, like a tube that would yeah. go to the thing. But it's actually a wider. You're, you're talking box. to the wide part, not the ends. Oh, huh, so huh, I don't funny. know why. Maybe it's acoustically or something. It, yeah, it, yeah. Hush a box. Hush a hush a hush a phone. Hush a phone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I thought that was funny. that's cool. That's Someone walking around with the, the wow. you know, the, I wish they do that now with phones. You could just you know have a tube in your mouth. <laughs> They, anyway. ha- they do have that, Alex. What? It's called the volume button. <laughs> what else you got? Well, I got stuff from the book. Okay. Are you ready? Sure. I can't hear you. I said sure. <laughs> well, the book is slightly different than the movie. Mm, last time it was the last time we other than that monologue, it was 
it, the monologue was cut. Yes. Anyway, go ahead. Are you, say, are you saying the monologue is slightly different than the movie? The book is different than the movie. The book is different than the movie. The book is different. The book is different. The book is different than the movie. Well, Alex, I got good news and bad news. Which do you want first? Uh, give me the bad news first. Well, let me give you the good news first. The okay. good news is, oh, and I just did it for two seconds. <laughs> that is good. See, it's cool. it was cool then. <laughs> well, what's not cool is oh, we no. have hit the paywall, and so if you want to keep listening, you got to start paying. Um, I think if people want to go, they should go to godfatherminute.com slash support. And uh, for less than a buck a show, you'll get uh, bonus content. Not only are the bonus content for this episode, but of every single past episode as well, including GF1, when bonus episodes were separate entities. That's right. I forgot about that era. We talk about all kinds of great things in the bonus content. What did we talk about in the bonus content this week? We talked about the Godfather musical, and remember that uh, Mo Green got it in the eye? Remember in the 1997? No, what was it? It was a Broadway show!